so Dino, I would imagine, you know, a win like this, just seeing the aftermath, the media attention, and everything that came from beating Clemson on Friday night, just what was that experience like? The added uh, interviews you had to do, and just everything that came with a big win like that. You know, it, it's uh, it's tiring is the first word I think about. You know, you have my day is so full as it goes throughout the week, and to add the extra media and stuff just means I get less sleep. But uh, I can sleep later. Uh, it's a win like that, and to get that notoriety and exposure not only to the young men, but the athletic program and the community is a, is a pleasure. You mentioned how you wanted this team to, to ride the wave of this this win a little bit and got back to work on Tuesday, which we'll uh, talk about in a moment here. But how do you think they rode the wave? How did the team handle this, in your view? You know, we're not going to know until we line up and play Saturday. That's the truth. You know, I, I want to say that we snapped them back into reality yesterday at practice, and we'll do a little bit more of that today, but uh, we won't know until we line up. One uh, more note on that, you know, do you think it was maybe a blessing in disguise that you had the extra day to take all that in? You know, I do. I think that uh, kind of got them out of their system. They got about, you normally get 48 hours for something like that. They got an extra day. They got an extra 24. I think that's going to help in the long run, hopefully. Coach, looking back uh, on that win, you know, when you, when you upset a team like that, when you win up, as they say, usually turnovers are a part of that discussion in some way, shape, or form. Were you surprised to see that you were able to, to win a game like that, and turnovers really were, were not a part of the discussion on your end. It really was surprising. And, in fact, the only turnover in the game were, was us for a 10-point swing because we were about to kick a field goal in that situation. And uh, the way uh, Cole was kicking, that thing was going to be good. And then we ended up fumbling the ball and giving up a touchdown on the other end. So it was a 10-point swing in the score. And uh, to beat a team like that with that type of situation uh, – just goes to show you how well we really played in that game. Do you know the message you had uh, earlier this week for the team is, uh, you know, uh, you show what you're capable of. Though. That's what a win like that can do. So you mentioned when you got back to work on Tuesday, you kind of snap them back to attention. They've got that confidence and that belief now, as you would say, you know, the faith and the belief without evidence that they can win it. Now they've got a little evidence that they can win a game like this. But what was Tuesday like? How did you guys get refocused? And how do you try and bottle up? what you said and showing what this team is capable of and now carrying that over starting against Miami this week. You know, Tuesday was a fabulous practice. Uh, we had a little meeting before we got going. I thought the uh, I thought the young men worked very hard. I think what a lot of people are missing out on some things here is how, how many guys you lose in a contest like that, how many people we've lost by playing LSU, North Carolina State, Clemson back-to-back and now playing in Miami, if you start looking at who's starting and who's not starting, they're not the same lineups. And, you know, we're playing, we're paying, we're playing a lot of punchers in a row and we're taking our shots. But uh, we need the underbelly to step up, and if they do step up, it'll give us an opportunity. It'll give us a chance to maybe do something special. One place in particular where the underbelly has has stepped up has been on that defensive line. You know, a guy like Chris Slayton has stepped up and somebody who you know would be there. But to see that underbelly of that defensive line rise to the occasion, is that something that you have seen coming over these past few weeks in practice, that they were capable of doing this? You know, I, what, I, what I thought is that we were talented. I thought they were inexperienced and talented. And you never know how long it takes for the talent people to grow up. I wouldn't say they're fully grown, but I'd say they're definitely young teenagers with big biceps and triceps that can move around. We're talking to Dino Babers, head coach of the Orange. They had from Miami on Saturday a 3.30 kickoff. 
on ESPN. Coach, uh, sticking in the trenches here for a moment, it's not just that Clemson game. You know, you track back a few weeks here. The offensive line has made marked improvement, and that obviously helps Eric Dungy throw the football. It helps Dante Strickland and others run the football. What are the little things that they're doing to make that week-by-week improvement? Well, I think, first of all, I think they've really settled in. They realize that uh, we're not going to change. We're asking for the same things. They're running the similar plays over and over and over again, and they're starting getting a rhythm to themselves. You know, those guys are really starting to gel. With offensive line, it's so weird. You put two new guys, you put two freshmen out there with the three upperclassmen, and they, it just takes them some time to figure out where the guy is going to be and what they're going to do in certain situations and how fast they have to switch off a pass pro or how fast they need to come off of a single or a deuce block when they're punching somebody's hip and getting up to a linebacker. And I think they're just finally starting to get a feel for each other. Dino, uh, Eric's, uh, Eric Dungy's success really speaks for itself. Another terrific game last week. What I wanted to ask you specifically about him is how much do you credit the success he's having on the field to just comfort in the offense that he's running, familiarity with the offense that he's running, being in sync with you know his coaches and, and, and basically running the same offense for a second year, which he hasn't had the benefit to do in, in recent years. You know, when we, we went into a lot of discussions about doing a lot of different things this year, and I, I remember I was sitting down and I was talking to the coaches, then I had a meeting with Dungy, and uh, he came in and he says, Coach, I'm so excited. I said, what are you excited about, Dungy? He goes, I'm excited about running the same offense two years in a row. And I said, what are you talking about? He says, since high school, I've never ran the same offense two years in a row. So he had different offensive coordinators for three years in high school, different offensive coordinators every year that he was at Syracuse. And then we're coming into our second year, and he says, this is the first time that I'm going to have the same offense two years in a row. And I couldn't believe it. I mean, my mouth was left wide open with that when I said, you got to be kidding me. And he goes, no, coach, this will be the first year. So I made it a point not to change a lot and to try to give him so he could be familiar with what we're doing and be almost be able to predict what's going to happen before it happens. And uh, I think you can see the growth that he's had being able to run the same offense two years in a row for the first time in his life. And another benefactor of that, of course, has been Steve Ishmael. And he must be excited because he gets to play in front of the, his family this week. They haven't had the opportunity to see him up here at the Carrier Dome that much, so they'll get to see him down there in Florida this week. And, it, you know, it's interesting how, and you and I have talked about penalties and how you review penalties, and he's getting called for some penalties and push-offs, and then you, you look at the review and you're like, well, maybe that wasn't quite a push-off. His technique is just that good. So there's another good problem to have. It seems his technique is so sharp that it's even fooling the officials at this point. Well, you know, hopefully those calls will start going the other way because he has been called a lot for that. I'm, I'm sure the other coaches are alerting uh, the officials to that, but he really doesn't push off like they say he does. It just seems that way. Coach, you've got a Miami Hurricanes team here, another top 10 opponent, and you know we've seen and, and discussed here even in this interview a few units that have stepped up in recent weeks. I think the secondary is going to take a focus because you look at that Miami offense and there's a lot of speed at those wide receivers. Let's focus in on that matchup there. When you watch the, that film of Miami and you look at those wide receivers, what do you see? I see fast guys that if they get past us, we have no chance in catching. No chance in catching, so what's, what's the approach then? Make sure they don't get behind us. Keep them in front of us. When you look at the rest of that Miami team, certainly speed is a factor, but what else do you see? 
Well, I see a well-coached football team. When you talk about Mark Rick, you're talking about a guy that that's no young guy. That guy, that guy's long in the tooth, so to speak, and he's seen everything. It's, it's, you can't fool him. You know, he's like, when you've got someone that's been around, that's coached as many big games as he has, he's going to have his team ready offense and defensively. And you can already see the growth, the maturity of that team that he's, uh, that he's installed in them coming over from Georgia, going back to his alma mater and now getting them to play maybe a little bit more discipline, a little bit more sound than what they've been accustomed to. Coach, uh, always great to catch up with you. Best of luck this weekend. I think if you guys pull this off, you're going to have all the ramen noodles you can handle to make those post-game meals. Uh, Brent, I just want you to pick us to win one of these things one of these times. <laughs> well, you know, you never know, Coach. Could be this week. Could all be right, this brother. week. Thanks, Brent.